Welcome to the Saturday Night Live After Party. This week, we'll be discussing Season 47, Episode 6 of SNL with host Simu Liu and musical guest Saweetie. I'm Catherine Coleman, and I'm joined this week by podcast staple Steve Finn. If you'd like to connect with us, you can do so at snlpodcast.com. Enjoy these selected highlights from this week's discussion. If you'd like to watch our full-length, ad-free, sketch-by-sketch review, you can find it exclusively at patreon.com slash snlpodcast. It's our supporters that make this show possible, and we are so thankful to everyone who's already come on board. All right, here we go. Oh, so this week, yet another first-time host. We got some cameos. We got plenty of Thanksgiving content. I am excited to break it all down with you, Steve. Thanks for being here. I'm so happy to be here. I'm looking forward to a one-on-one Friendsgiving with you, Catherine. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I planned this strategically. I just I missed our I missed our little chats. You know, I thought let's have let's just have Steve on. Let's get some quality time in with my good pal <laughs> Steve Finn. Why don't we catch up over yeah. over some SNL chat? You know, right. And speaking of catching up, uh, I had I don't, I'm not familiar with this man at all, Simu. Um, but but I'm told I'm told you are. So you're you're a, you're a big fan of his, yes. I'm a fan of his. Uh, I've uh, been familiar with him ever since he was a up and comer on the uh, on the Kim's Convenience Show on CBC, uh, Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was amazing to see him get this job uh, on a big Marvel movie. You know, it's he was pretty much an overnight uh, celeb in the making. And it's really great. You know, as a Canadian, uh, it's nice to see another fellow Canuck, uh, you know, entering in the big realm. You know, I'm 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 not afraid to say it. I'm a big Marvel fan. I go to the man park and I bark Marvel at the other men, you know, like this is my jam. And I got to say, Shang-Chi was a good film. I was heard good things about it. Yeah, I was afraid it would be like another generic Marvel film. You know, they 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 do play it safe, uh, but this one just had such great fights, choreography, and Simu Liu was amazing in it. Uh, so check it out. Even if you're not a Marvel fan, you you might like this one at least. All right. Well, if we're ready, let's jump on in. It's not really music. It's not really comedy. Welcome to Karaoke All Stars. Uh, I loved so much about this. Uh, I loved the karaoke tropes. They nailed each one with like really good key observations, performances to die for. Uh, very creative way to get a Marge and Homer Simpson impression in. Um, (laughs) the father daughter, my pony will haunt my dreams forever. All of that is so great, but I do have like a few nitpicky things, uh, that bothered me. So like, first of all, Cecily is the perfect capper for this. Like that observation is so astute, and obviously, like Cecily can't actually sing. I would have loved to just see her play the sketch off. Like we we like see we like seeing Cecily sing. We like uh, I think that would have felt a little stronger. And then like Keenan's host character, I don't know. I think I would have liked to see him be a little bit more like a pea in the pod with Chloe. Um, it, it, was, it was sort of a, I don't know, the dynamic seemed a little weird to me there. So, like, I felt like that we could have had more fun going back to them if they were playing off each other a little more, you know? Um, yeah. And, yeah, so, like, 
And then the framing device is a little unusual, but I get it. It's really hard. I don't know how else you would sort of get all of these people in and out. But yeah, I, I think this is, there's so much good stuff here and it's a really good idea. There's just like a couple very small things that I'm like, oh, it just could have been that much better. Uh, and I and it would have been a home run. But uh, as it was, it was still a win. I really liked it. Uh, did, did, did you? Yeah. You know, it's it's a fun little cabaret of uh, little quirks and, and jabs. Uh, you know, you spend too much time at a bar and, you know, you, you may not be so proud of, of finding these tropes familiar, but <laughs> I think it's unavoidable, really. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to give my attention to Ego. For some reason, I've had a lot of fun with her, her, her drunk, overpronounced singing. For some reason, that tickled me really funny. <laughs> and that's probably my favorite of the vignettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wasn't expecting a Marriage and Homer impression, but oh. it was nice to throw in there, I guess. And uh, yeah, it was just a it was a weird thing to grasp. I think I get what you're saying about like the hosts kind of having a disconnect. And I know visually it kind of put me off a little bit to have Chloe holding a microphone and, and Keenan not. Right. I know she was doing some singing and stuff, but they just felt like they were hosting two different shows. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I think it messed with me more than I uh I care to admit because it's a little thing, but yeah, just right. one person holding a microphone, one not yet. They're supposed to be like co-hosts of this. It, it, uh, it made me feel like he was just going to be there to be like, Hey, don't drop the mic. This equipment's rented and then leave. Yeah. But then he stayed yeah. the whole time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. I, I mean, she had the microphone because she sang us in and she sang us out. Sure. That's, that's the only reason I could figure out for that. But yeah, Nikki did picky things. Yeah, like if, if this is the overall. biggest thing we can find fault with, it's a good sketch, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, so like uh, some things to complain about if we must, but overall, pretty strong sketch, pretty big win, lots of fun to be had with it. Yes, yes, it's got a good energy for a first for a first sketch. All right, well, let's keep going. The DoD has made the ultimate soldier, Doghead Man. Steve, were you were you happy to see this sketch recur? You know, we've seen it before. How are you feeling? Oh, sure. It's it's just a hilarious risk that's never going to go one hundred percent right. Right. And that's the beauty of this. At this point, to expect this, this, you know, to say, I hope nothing goes wrong with the dog this time. I hope he keeps his head where he should. Of course, you know, that's <laughs> you're going to lose your hair if you're if you're preying on things like that to happen. <laughs> So, yeah, but we don't want that, do we? We want to see the dog screw up and we want to see how they try to keep the sketch on the rails Mm -hmm. while, you know, most of the sandwich is on the floor and that's where the dog (laughs) wants to be. (laughs) He's exploring his body. He's exploring his body. And that's a great example of how they prepared. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like they're learning, uh, you know, what they have to have, uh, you know, as uh, maybe written on that clipboard of his, like lines to use if things go wrong, like. You can't really plan for when that dog is going to do what he does, but you can write a line and say, oh, he's just inspecting himself. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can have that some have been available. Ad-lib. Yeah, but uh, I, I could just see that they've made room for these, uh, uh, for these things to happen and then to have an actual reaction to mm-hmm. it. Because that's, that's something that can like, make these sketches awkward, is that when they're trying to say lines that don't really match up right. with what's happening anymore mm-hmm. uh 
so yeah uh cecily was uh kind of over concerned it was great like whenever they cut away you see cecily like looking over like <laughs> oh i hope they fix it i hope they fix it. like you could tell when the dog was not doing mm-hmm. what he was supposed to be doing even when he was off camera because cecily was just like Ee! right <laughs> <laughs> trying to pay attention to uh to james yeah and uh yeah so all that chaotic energy is there and and that's what i do that's why i sign up for sketches like this to get that and there it is all right so you you were a little happier to go along with it than i was uh sure i i liked the original one in season 43 i just i don't know that it i mean i I can see what you're saying you know they learned from it like and I, I get the notion of like when something goes really well, you want to do it again. Like as a writer, I'm like, yeah, let's I'll, I'll do that sketch again. I, I think I can make it better this time. Um, but I don't know. Some of the things that made the original so fun were lost here because the first one kind of allowed the dog to be goofy. You know, like if you remember, like it was like waving and doing like finger guns and stuff. Um, yeah. and, and that's really fun. But in this one, it's like assembling a gun, you know, so yeah, I, I guess you 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 could say that like being more serious and doing more legitimate tasks is like a juxtaposition, and that is more heightened. Uh, but to like for me personally, the sketch just sort of lived in that goofiness, and so to have to lose that a little bit with like the dog not being able to like be as goofy um, made it work a little less for me. So like I like seeing the dog, uh, but the sketch was just a little bit more middle of the road. But then like I have a friend in town who had who had never seen the original one and she really liked it. So like, I, I get why they do this, right? Cause most people don't watch every single episode or remember sketches from, you know, 20 years ago. Um, so like it was fun <laughs> for that. So I, I can't fault them too much for me saying like, I've seen this before. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah it, it was fine. It was, it was middle of the road for me. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So, so a little bit more mixed reviews there. Let's keep going. Up next, the first ever snl sketch about being the first ever chinese person to do things <laughs> this was so fun i loved this one it's always really nice to see them write something that is so specifically for the host they have uh like this wasn't you know something they had in their back pocket like it was or like something recycled from a different week it was like this one was written for this host it plays to his strengths it's about him uh like that that's really fun to see so i always get excited when it's like very clear that that's uh what's happening here um and i just think this is this is such a funny way to go about it too you know i thought um obviously it's like good commentary on just this phenomenon of like the first this and the first that and like it is important to recognize like that um like diversity and you know the the progress being made there but like it also like i can see how like it's maybe like well this is a little too specific right like um, uh so yeah i thought it heightened really (laughs) well you know with the things that they were being rewarded for getting more ridiculous so like you know like the, the first ever asian uh marvel superhero is a big deal the first ever Asian man to do you pick two at Panera, not a big deal, but it's treated like the bigger deal of the two, right? Um, so yeah, that was really fun. They made it active <laughs> with like the the ceremony beats uh, and a perfect, perfect black outline of Bowen saying, "But I'll always be gay." Um, everything about this was wonderful. Uh, I have zero complaints about it. Uh, where are you going to land? I'm landing. Uh- very strongly on <laughs> this is amazing. 
yeah, if you just <laughs> if you have a landing strip that says amazing, that's where I'm gonna aim. because uh, this is what this was. And I you know I love Bowen. Bowen is an amazing man, so uh just seeing him get to have this sketch of his own with the host is is great. You know you're in mm-hmm. good hands when you see Bowen leading the charge. This is no exception. Everything you said was is right. All of that is great. You know what I loved about this is uh, how they were trying to sell mm-hmm. the fact that they didn't really care about it. That's what I love. And it really made it so much more effective that they went through the trouble to get all that coverage of every situation, like all the different award shows, the Panera checkout. Like that was all, you know, extra setups. And you could probably make this work mm-hmm. without, without all those cutaways. But just the fact that they, that they have all of those, you know, it's show, don't tell. And that's it would a, that's much a big less thing. fun without those. Uh, yes. Yeah. So that's, I think that's what really sold it is uh, the way that they're trying to stay humble, but they're like, I didn't mm-hmm. really super jazzed about being the, the first Asian to uh, finish Diablo two or whatever the video game was. I think it was like Starcraft two, maybe Starcraft two. Yeah. That was, uh, that was great. And uh, the ending was great. Like it, it's like, flipped on its head and mm-hmm. turned into like a horror movie at the end. And that was a great way to just cap it off. Cause you know, it was just a whirlwind. So how do you like stop that momentum right. and, and put an end on it? You, 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 you put in some ominous music and you, you, yeah, like you the shining esque picture, yeah. a menacing stare on <laughs> B- Bowen. Yes. And, and you yeah. got a great way to end a sketch. Uh, and, and I just Hi, also Marcus. just as a, as a quick shout out to a couple of my favorite lines. I love like, you have abs and I have ibs. IBS. <laughs> um, I also, and then like, I also loved, uh, like you're the first openly bottom man on that list. He's like, I'm not open about that. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? Yeah, I just that, guessed. That's oh, hilarious. Uh, yeah. And, and it was edited, like you said, so fast. Um, really great. Really, really, really yeah. great. If you want to see our full sketch by sketch review, search for SNL After Party patreon or subscribestar.com let's talk about our overall thoughts and feelings steve what is your moment hmm. of the night moment of the night this one was tough actually because there were so many good moments like i said uh we had 80 thing her lava <laughs> lava is her diarrhea that's a moment mark Cone uh breaking the fourth wall that's a moment heidi getting puked on mm-hmm. that's that's always going to be a moment but you know, out of a series of great moments, how do you how do you choose a, a king moment? I don't know. You just gotta go with your gut. And my gut was in a stitch when uh, when AD dropped that line. So I'm gonna go with lava diarrhea. Fair lava enough. diarrhea got me. <laughs> it was worth the rewatch. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm a little torn between two, but they're both in the kind of Bowen versus Simu line uh, sketch. Um, one is that line I already mentioned, like the, you have abs, I have ibs. Um, but I think, I think what I'm going to give it to is the, we're like the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> that was just like so silly and got like a nice hearty laugh out of me both times I watched it just to see them do the little pose. Um, and that's like sort of memeable in and of itself. So, uh, I, th- I think that's a really solid moment. Uh, <laughs> we should do one ourselves. If I, if I turned this way. Wait, which I way do I turn? You. This way? You turned the other way. Woo! <laughs> Here we go. We did it. 
<laughs> so that's for all poster. of our audio that's listeners, right tune in to the video version, baby, to see what in the hell <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> we do. What, we we got to do more stuff that relies on get visuals. Those YouTube, so people, get those YouTube yes. people in so they can That'll smash that over. like button, subscribe, <laughs> turn on your post notification, <laughs> comment down below. Um, all right, well... On that note, uh, let's talk about our best sketch. What are you gonna give it to? Best sketch. Um, let's let's give it to the the Asian off. That's what I'm calling it. It's uh, it was a great sketch, really well paced, really really funny, and yeah, it was like you said, it was a sketch that's mm-hmm. very appropriate for the host. Like I don't think uh, you know Kim Kardashian could pull this one off quite as well, but. Uh, that's yeah. I just love this sketch a lot, and I'll probably uh, I'll probably keep this one in my back pocket whenever like I'm hanging out with some friends. I'm like, hey, you want to see something funny? Mm-hmm. This this would be a great one. Yeah, uh, we talked a little last yeah. week about sort of a, like a really good meter for what defines your best sketches: uh, rewatchability and shareability. Um, so you know the the mm-hmm. one that I'm gonna send to my friends or the one I'm gonna keep in my head to show my friends like that that that's a big that's a big deal. You know, it's not all, you don't always have one that you're like, Oh yes, I must send this to three friends. Uh, but I thought, like you said, the, the Bowen versus Simu thing was, um, that was, that was it. That's the one that I will, I will pull out as a party trick. (laughs) Uh, and it was just so fun. (laughs) So goofy. It was for the host. I thought it was edited really well. Just just a really good time. Uh, honorable mention to that nine one one call. That was definitely my runner up. But uh, I, I, I think I think the Bowen one was just a little bit, uh, I don't know, a little bit snappier. So that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about our MVP. Who are you gonna give it to? This is tough. There isn't. Uh, it's it's. Uh, mm-hmm. It could easily be a Keenan Knight. It could be an Ego Knight. I'm feeling Ego. I'm feeling Keenan. Uh, but everybody was great. Look look at Cecily. Look at, uh, you know, even uh, Chloe was great. I think we saw, geez, so much. I feel like I just want to <laughs> give it to Lauren Michaels for just being awesome and bringing us a great show. <laughs> I don't think he's eligible for MVP. Okay, I'll give it to, uh, I'm going to give it to Keenan because Keenan uh, mm-hmm. had some amazing line delivery. And I don't know, it was it was the moment when he popped up in the uh, 10 to 1 sketch yeah. that that one just really clicked for me. Because, I mean, I'm already having so much fun, and you haven't even shown me Keenan yet. Like, that's that's a that's a great feeling to have. And then to get to Keenan, I guess that sketch was going so well. I was very, very welcoming of his of his part, and it was great as always. He he, he was very present in this one. He had big moments, and and it works out because I'm going to give it to Ego. Your your honorable yeah. mention there. So. I think Ego Ego was in a lot of stuff, but also was fabulous in a lot of stuff. Like her uh, scene stealing moment uh, with her version of Smooth Operator in the karaoke sketch, uh, and then uh, she she really carried the nine one one sketch, and also I, I thought she was doing great stuff in the Target ad too. So yeah, Ego's great. Ego's having a really good season too. Um, so yeah, Ego it is. Let's talk about our rating on a scale of classic, great, decent, weak, or train wreck. How would you rate this episode? My gut wants to say great. And part of me wants to take it down to a decent because because of the uh, 
some of the uh, uh, more often tapped wells of comedy that were used. The, uh, the funny marijuana sketch, the funny family dinner sketch. You know, these are very familiar. And for that reason, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's a, a decent. But I found myself just not caring and, and thinking, you know, I, I don't feel like I've seen this before. I didn't roll my eyes and say this again. So there's no reason not to give it a great. I would have to just be like a big sourpuss or a Debbie Downer, if you will. Cue the zoom in for me to do that. Well, thank you so much for setting me up there because I'm going to say decent. I don't know. I thought there, there, was, there was a lot of stuff that was fine. Uh, a few things I really liked. Um, yeah, just, just a, lot, a lot of recurring things. You know, we've seen... We saw the 60 seconds on the clock Trump gag two weeks ago. We, um, we've seen Target ads before. We've seen Doghead Man. Um, we, Baby Yoda's a repeat. Baking Championship's a repeat. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it, there was a lot of stuff. For me, as someone who watches this religiously every week, where I was, like, want, wanting something a little fresher, I guess. Um but like I said, you know, my friend who doesn't watch every week was having a good time. So um, I don't know. I just I, I felt like um, there could there could have been a little bit more of a mix of, of newer stuff in there, or maybe you know freshening up some of the repeats to be you know differentiate themselves a little bit. Um, so yeah, just just um, a, a lot of stuff that was sort of middle of the road. I didn't love either of the update features, so um, it's just a decent for me. Sorry. Fair enough. No, I well, respect it. It's it's a yeah. See, I considered it, so it's not way Fair off enough. base. Um, all right. So yeah, episode decent to great. Uh, I, th- I think uh, Simu Leo did did a good job with what he had. Uh, you know, he seemed competent. Um, uh, he did, I don't know. He wasn't that present, but uh, I I I'd, I'd be fine seeing him again. It was it was a good time. Um, and yeah, you know, they're they're getting three weeks off now, yep. so. Maybe we'll come back rested, refreshed, get, get some new stuff going, um, get in those December shows. So Can't wait to see a nice, refreshed oh, cast. Yes. They deserve, they deserve all a, the naps. a big break. So, yes, we, could, we could use a break, too. Right? <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm excited for, for my Hoover. three weeks off. Uh, <laughs> I have got, got a few things. I've got um, the team I'm directing at the Laugh Index Theater. We've got a show uh, December 15th, I want to say. Um, my Boogie Manja team, Wilburn, has a show uh, two days after that on the 17th. Um, assuming I'm getting those dates right. Uh, I got a sketch I'm working on for my YouTube channel that I've still <laughs> got to film. Got a lot of stuff in the works. So, so I, I need a little time off from this to get all that stuff done. But uh, yeah, Oh, this, this, is, this is from heaven for you then. <laughs> this, is, this is why they mm-hmm. give breaks to the cast. So right. Catherine like, can make a, look, guys. A we would love to go six weeks in a row, but we've heard Catherine over at the podcast just needs a break. So sorry, public. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. All you right. Well, out. Steve, thanks for being here. I enjoyed our little catch-up session. So good to see you. And on that note, that is a wrap. Thanks to Steve Finn. And thanks as well to our most generous patrons, Sam Bowers, Neil Weinstein, Justin Gardner, Grace Kogan, and Brian Clark. 
If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe on YouTube or wherever better podcasts can be found. Your subscription helps us grow, and your support is greatly appreciated. We'll be back in three weeks when SNL returns with host and musical guest Billie Eilish. But until then, this has been episode number 148 of the Saturday Night Live After Party Podcast. I'm Catherine Coleman. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs>